Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Talent Intelligence Podcast, Form Solutions Driven. Um, got a really interesting one today, which is very recruitment-centric, which you'd think would be the norm for a, a recruitment company, but we get into lots of kind of business topics. This is going to be really interesting, though. Um, I will let our guest introduce himself in just a moment. Um, but we're going to be talking about everything from how to make sure you're using technology to engage both candidates and hiring managers and keep everyone aware of you know what's going on in the process that transparency that communication so i think it's going to be an interesting one and i'm joined by nick debicki from sungro um and uh, yeah nick why don't you introduce yourself and um, the cheesy intro everyone has to do in these things <laughs> <laughs> thanks dave thanks for being on air to, today with you so yeah uh, hello everyone my name is nick uh 35 years old born in bavarian uh, i'm running the show here at sungro having a bit of a an IT background, uh, a little bit of uh, recruiting here and there, a bit of language background, right? So, uh, yeah, now the talent acquisition manager and building everything up from the ground. That's That should be about the description about what I'm doing. <laughs> I know that feeling. So, as such, you get involved in a bit of everything. And I think sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, it's really great to hear from, you know, talent acquisition and HR leaders at these huge companies who have a whole team at their feet that... Um, you know, can, I suppose, split jobs between themselves and, and they can probably do more. Um, but as mm. one individual who's trying to manage all of this process, I think from our previous conversation, something you've, you know, done a lot of and seem really passionate about is how to make sure technology is your friend. Yes. And it's not just sort of yes. a thing that's there to do a task that you want to do, which that you don't want to do, sorry, which I think some sometimes we can be guilty of, both in sales and recruitment. Um, so yeah, tell us a bit about that. I know there's one particular tool that you, you sort of evangelize, speak, evangelize <laughs> about. Um, this is certainly not sponsored, but I'm sure their name will be dropped a couple of times. Um, so yeah, I think the first thing is to get into the hiring process as a whole. Transparency, engaging sure. the hiring managers, making sure they know what's going on, making sure you know what they want, they know what's happening from a candidate perspective. So yeah, maybe kind of shed some light for us if you can on... Mm -hmm how you manage that process because there's a lot of transparency involved in the way you work from from what you've told me previously which i thought was really interesting and others i think could find useful too correct correct so yeah thanks for that introduction so in fact dave um wh 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 where can i start from so first of all when i joined two years two years before my my boss actually hired me on the premise look you would be my number one recruiter we don't have any you have to recruit all across europe <laughs> And we know how many countries we have there with language and laws yep. and whatnot. And it was like, okay, listen, uh, uh, renewable energies, right? You want to grow also. I, I mean, I can create traffic. That's okay. But we need to keep track on it. We need to retain the people. So we need a tool, right? Do you have a tool? Nope. Okay, then <laughs> you want me to come? Then we need to buy a tool as well. Otherwise, my work is just, you know, droplets on the hearthstone. Long story short, let's go forward. I, I knew that I was the only recruiter for many, many uh, countries, so I knew in order to be effective, to to keep all these pipelines glowing, 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 um, I need a tool in which I can keep track, and partially I can distribute my task, the pre-screening as a recruiter, to parts of the department leaders, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't have time as a single recruiter to hop into 45 different pipelines. So, yes, big. So, big takeaway, guys, ladies and uh, boys, uh, boys and gents out there, uh, for the uh, recruitment here make your job part of someone else's job um so of course and here's the first name drop <laughs> here in uh, germany we have a, a startup it's called uh, personio it's a unicorn 
we had that uh, right before there. And mm -hmm. um, basically, it's let's say it like this: you have an HR platform, which is basically you know to have uh, all the documents collected, um, holidays, everything that a person has an account and can put something in there, can request holidays. Very simple. So before being a colleague, you've been a candidate. So there's also this, let's say, recruiting platform attached to it. The whole platform comes with roles, and roles are extremely important because technically I have all my people on the same platform, and technically they could all overrun my pipelines, commenting wild and whatnot. But of course, with a properly installed role system, who is a technical reviewer who is only allowed to see, let's say, a CV, and maybe can just comment, oh, this is interesting, let's make uh, an interview with each other, right? Or uh, someone who is actually a hiring manager can also see, you know, above that uh, notice period, maybe salary expectations and stuff, something that we also should in the future change, like how we deal with, oh, the, the, the holy mystery of a salary, yeah. uh, salary bans, but it's a different topic, right? So by, by setting up that, as first of all, as a base to make sure I know who's allowed to see what, who can make, you know, that, that we can talk the same language. Whenever you comment here on this profile of this individual, we will just take care in the background, making sure we have an interview together. And mm -hmm. then afterwards, I already opened that after there was some learning, like there was a learning curve. I, I made a little scrum sprint with every month, let's say. I, I gave them more and more rights to do mm -hmm. something because at the beginning, they need to learn. You need to yeah. learn how to tech how to basically work like an hr guy okay you can't just come in like a storm uh, throw people around that needs to be a process behind it dave right mm -hmm. but um the secret was really to partially give them more and more rights let them feel how a recruiter works let them pre-screen themselves right and just give me the things what i really need to do yeah but that, that was my factor yeah it's really interesting what you say about everyone speaking the same language and i think you know, just to take a step back from that for a moment, what you say about just, you know, restricting some of what people can do initially as they learn, sometimes just having a process and running with it for a while can have amazing effects because people see the results and then they start wanting to get that bit more bought in. Um, but when it comes to speaking the same language, that's really interesting because, you know, as recruiters at Solutions Driven, you know, that's what we do. Um, one of the biggest themes we see, certainly maybe we pick up a role that's been open for a long time, and it's a hiring team who think they're speaking the same language. But actually when a third party comes in and listens to what everyone else is saying, there's some quite clear disparities there between what people are really looking for. And that's what's causing that kind of lack of the right candidate because mm. there's an inconsistency there. So from what you're saying, do you think this has had a really big impact on your hiring teams, your hiring managers being able to make sure that they know what they're looking for the candidates know what they need to deliver and everyone is speaking the same language through the process. Is, is that kind of been the end result of all the work you've done then over the last two years? Yeah, yeah. Like I would say I, I agree to 70%. 70% was really just simply finding a common language that everyone knows. What do we want to achieve here actually? What kind of profile is it? What would fill the boots properly here? And then of course, uh, by simply mimicking each other, copying from each other, because they can see each other's comments. They can see each other's evaluations after an interview, especially the evaluation side is displayed very nicely and very crispy. Everyone can rate with little stars, right? And then you see also the way someone comments 
on profiles and then they they really started to 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 copy from each other align with each other and then vibe with each other and meanwhile our system is really like a like a conveyor belt so uh everyone pretty much knows what button to click uh they require an interview bam 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 do this like that right now i'm already preparing the next sprint so to speak we're also having you know uh uh let's say an re-education platform, an education platform for trainings and stuff like this. And I'm already prepared for um, trainings and uh, made first recordings on teaching them how to schedule interviews on their own with this scheduling tool, right? That's fully automatic and blah, blah, blah. By that, you can really achieve this, this narrative, this big agenda of everyone can be a recruiter. Brackets on. On an operational side, at least. Yes. It's on. Oh, no, no, that's fascinating. I think that level of transparency and means everyone sees the full process, but it also means each individual person part of that process is held accountable as well. Because Absolutely. If people can see the oh, full yeah. process, they know what's been done, what hasn't been done. So I think that could be the way you talk about it as a sprint. I think is interesting. It's it's something that um, maybe others can can learn from. That's a very kind of technical way of looking at things you know sprints we talk about for you know we hear developers talking about sprints we hear engineers talking about sprints we don't necessarily hear it from recruiters but when you've okay. got that distinct process but i have to be honest i have to be honest dave when when you know at the very beginning when i started my work here i had to roll out a platform surely mm -hmm. they, 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 whoever sells you such a platform will come with their own rollout agents <laughs> and whatnot but this is then just to to let it function on a very crude base but then yeah. you have to find your own ways within an organization. And here I was just doing one sprint after another because, as I said, I have a little of an IT project in background. So this was helping me tremendously in my yeah. work to properly roll this out and teach people. It was just what I did, what I did besides oh. signing contracts for people, right? So, <laughs> so really bringing them up to speed, like how to communicate, communicate properly on the platform that we also we do not use any words that might be harmful on a very, you know, on a very easy base. Like you can, of course, say, I don't like this candidate for ABC, uh, but there is also here some words and wordings you should avoid, you should phrase that people start to see the world also through the eyes and then we come to the recruiter. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's had a, a measurable impact on the hiring process, you know, whether that's time to hire, whether that's um, the number of candidates you get through to final interview because it's increased engagement from them. Um, are you measuring those impacts too? The good thing is such a platform uh, like this one comes also with uh, little internal um, internal metrics. So of mm -hmm. course, time to hire, time to, to, like, time to offer and time to hire. Like mm -hmm. the time to offer for me is way more important than time to hire. As I told you, you know, I'm sitting here uh, somewhere in, in Munich, for instance, right? And uh, I have to offer, I have to offer someone in Greece, uh, to offer someone uh, in UK, right? I mean, time to offer is really what we measure our process from first pre-screening to last interview to decision we want to offer. That's time to offer, right? But then time to hire. Uh, depending on the country, what situation we have there, uh, do we maybe also need a third party to be involved because we don't have the entity yet, right? Yeah. So this is greatly impacting it but as you can see right we have we have already some metrics in place and to answer your question finally this guy is talking way too much around 
Uh, yes. I'm just we, as guilty of that too. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we actually found that now that the whole department, that all the departments did not, like, how is it normally? The departments say, hey, please, HR, post this position on LinkedIn. And then they just wait, maybe write an email. So do we have candidates or whatnot? Very second, someone comes in. I see that, but also the department sees that, depending on yes. their roles. So there is no, like, there is not a second of delay any longer. While I'm still, still sitting in an interview or doing this podcast with you, maybe there are already 50 new candidates. Five of them are already great and already people commenting. And, while, and when I come back to this podcast, guess what? I have work to do because they already were doing their job that actually mine. But it's, of course, it's in their interest. Yeah. So, yeah, I have more than measurable success here, to be honest. Amazing. I, I think that's really, really interesting to engagement. have. Engagement. Yeah, that, that level of engagement from the hiring team is, is, is huge because I think, you know, we speak to so many different hiring managers. It could be in sales, it could be in supply chain, it could be in operations, anywhere. And very often hiring is something that is handed off. And it's not because they don't want to be involved. It's that they feel maybe there's not enough time. They've got other priorities, but actually making it that visible, that transparent is Correct. making sure that everyone's accountable for the end goal. So the delegation is no longer a, a, an issue because actually everyone Absolutely plays their own not. individual part. And if you don't play your part, it becomes clear. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's almost forced engagement in a way, but in, in the most positive yeah, way possible, yeah. I suppose. But we become one big membership of, yeah. well, let's, let's say success and suffering. Uh, let's say, of course, right now we were very successfully recruiting. That's interesting. Yeah, I suppose it gives, and again, uh, we've said it a lot already, it goes to that level of transparency. People see your day job. You know, you, it, the irony, I suppose, is as a recruiter, you probably know more about the day jobs of your hiring managers than they know about yours. Yeah. And this flips that. Exactly. Because normally this is, you know, this, this, this the holy grail of an organization. What are the HR people doing? Ooh, don't ask them or they take one or two holidays of you. No, this is so great that they see. Of course, there is some very confidential stuff to be doing here. But on the other end, on the easier end, look how we work. Look what we mm -hmm. do on a daily basis and see what we struggle with and see what we really celebrate. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, I love that. And how do you feel this has affected things from a, a candidate perspective? Because I think it's really important to talk about engagement from a hiring manager and hiring team and make sure everyone's on the same page or speaking the same language to use your phrase. From a candidate perspective, obviously it gives internally you all the same view of who's coming through. You can all leave your comments and, and things as you've talked about. How does it sort of benefit both you when it comes to engaging candidates and keeping them engaged throughout process, but also them in terms of, does that same level of transparency and accountability go down that side of the process as well? They know what's coming next, who they're going to be talking to, what type of feedback they're getting. Does it work on that side too, do you think? I mean, of course, on the candidate side, to a lesser extent, but still uh, you can feel it. The best, best example, today I had a marketing, uh, another a marketing interview and in fact uh, it was a second interview a final one and um here we also shared a marketing task that the hiring uh, the, the the candidate uh sent us back and of course sending us something back i make it publicly visible within this uh very determined group of people everyone already sees the same stuff can already comment and debate on the profile in order to prepare for the candidate when the candidate comes in there are no 
questions amongst each other. We, we already mm -hmm. know who asks what question, who wants to give proper feedback to the task, what is done. Blah, blah, blah. So I think now with this wonderful world that we live in, the century of information and information overflow, we actually we 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 appear to be better informed and prepared for the candidate. No yeah. double questions, no triple questions. Hey, this has been asked in the first interview. Thank you. Everything is, you know, documented. We're all on the same, literally, we're all on the same page here. Yeah. I think that's that's just as important for candidate engagement as actually, you know, what happens in between parts of the, the process. I think if you're going into an interview and it's quite clear that the, the panel or the person you're talking to is well prepared, they know you, they know the task that you've done, they've seen it, it's not been managed through a lengthy email thread that two people haven't read because they got to it 10 emails behind and couldn't be bothered catching Damn. up. <laughs> now, now you said it, now you said it. I don't want to know how many people are still dealing with email recruiting. Yes. This is the, 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 the scourge, the scourge of recruiting, email recruiting. Because of yeah. course, as you say, there is this that, that, that succession of email messages. Who's reading the last 16 emails? Maybe the last three, four are important enough, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, to even add that, and I think here it will become a way better add-on to, to, to uh, for the candidates because besides just commenting on evaluations, which is an internal tool, mm -hmm. we also have an email string. So and within this tool, you have a fixed email address, but whoever uses this email gets basically uh, displayed as Nick, Max, Frank, but it's basically one email thread. No CC, uh -huh. nothing. We all read the same big long email and just depending on who is writing the email gets displayed on the email head, but everyone, right. we all see the very same string. So that's something also that, of course, aligns us. So in the eyes of the candidate, it appears that every time someone new is coming into the conversation but, and, and seems to be super informed right about what's happening, the truth of the matter is it's just one big yeah. email thread that we all use at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it creates clarity, doesn't it? Which which is really important. Clarity, exactly. Sides. Yeah. So let's look forward then, because we, we, as we record this, you know, it's the middle of, getting towards the middle of January um, in 2023. We've had yeah. a slightly crazy last two or three years when it comes to recruitment. You know, some slightly. sectors up and down all over the place, others still in boom, some really struggling at the moment. Um, it's quite difficult to pin down what's going to happen next in a way. Um, yeah. Technology is something I think that comes into almost every conversation we have um, with you know recruitment and HR leaders at the moment because it it's seen as a bit of a silver bullet in many ways and you know the, the fix all you know it, all mm. our problems can be fixed if we find the right tool. Oh yeah. Now you find the right I'll, words right now. <laughs> I wonder if you had a little bit of an advantage coming in from the outside, bringing a tool in when you started a role. Um, mm -hmm. And then leading that project, you know, that was that was yours. You know, you had accountability yes. for that. Where we may have, let's say, an internal recruitment team, handful of people could even be more than that. Many of whom might have been there for years, and their their processes are well defined, but they're not necessarily getting the benefits of everything we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. That's where mm -hmm. technology can be quite daunting because change is scary. <laughs> so it wasn't change for you wonderful. necessarily because you knew it was needed. Um, so there's there's a bit of a debate there about how we use technology when process is something I was, you know in recruitment talk about all the time. 
add process change when we don't necessarily know it's going to work can be a bit of a scary world. I mean, how much, for example, kind of kickback did you have when you were interviewing at Sungaro from saying, you know, we need this. Mm -hmm. If you want me, you need to do this. Was that a sticking point? Yeah. Was it a, a big debate? I mean, uh, the good thing is if you can sell your argument well, if you can really make your case, you can you can state your case, you will always you will always meet open ears. I mean, the good thing was that my uh, my boss back then, she, she kind of knew what I was aiming at, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, you want me to create traffic? I can create your traffic. So, and then, can yeah, you can you handle it. my traffic? <laughs> can you handle my traffic? Can you make sure that the, the people I bring in are retained properly? That the people are, you know, onboarded properly? How can you guarantee by so much traffic? Because back then I was about to, to increase the whole flow by 250%. This was, mm -hmm. she needed first recruiter, right? So um, she knew that we need something. There's also for, you know, documentation, contracts, yeah. payroll, blah, 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 blah. we need a sophisticated tool, period. Now, yeah. the good thing is I was already ha I was already meeting open ears there. That was all right. Surely, uh, imagine, Dave, you're in a, in a sophisticated, uh, maybe successful uh, middle-class uh, environment, uh, 600 people working there, and now suddenly you have to change systems there, of course. People do not like change. The most, the most constant thing in life, change, <laughs> is something that we human beings have learned is bad. Because of course, change always means I have to let go of some habits. Mm -hmm. And we, oh my God, habits are the best drug in the life of human beings. We love our habits and cling to it. Do we? Yes. I now, am definitely a creature of habit. Believe me. <laughs> to move, to move forward here, surely, um, to like silver bullet. I would like to uh, pick pick it up from there. Yes, uh, digital tools, platforms, right? Platforms and then cloud-based services. They they offer you a lot, but and here is the crux to all of it. Make sure you find yourself one, two, top three big platforms, and then try to connect them properly. I have met also other or like. This is also something that we uh, right now we, we consolidate, we we find redundancies in our environment organization because our organization amongst all the different countries grew and now we need to grow together. So some have their own uh, I don't know their own cloud service, some have their mm -hmm. own inter internal comms, some have this, some have that. So right now let's come back to HR. Uh, we made sure we selected this Personio, for instance, right? that are now working, and these guys have really, really understood the passion of this time right now. Um, they're really working hard now, not only to further develop their own platform, but also to create more APIs. And API is, in my eyes, the word for the 21st century. Uh, you know, use connections where connections can be made, make more connections where no connections are at all. Uh, yeah. I think Galileo Galilei said that, right? Like that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. It was somebody. <laughs> no, of course not. I that's took a it from huge it. point. A huge point. And consolidation is a word we hear a lot at the moment with people that have these huge tech stacks. And like you say, if none of them talk to each other, you might be creating more problems than you're actually solving. Um, and I Absolutely. Think... Because you drown. You drown in your own digital yeah. overflow that you have created there. Make sure you completely analyze business needs for your operations and make sure like I already bought this solution and I'm using 60% of it. There, 
in the price that I'm buying, because let's talk also about money now for the first time after how many minutes that we have in this call now, thank you. Um, so many people spend a lot of money into different platforms. So make sure if you bought something, something big, try to use all of it as much as possible. Get rid of all the other stuff. You're saving money for sure. And yeah. now try to find all these juicy APIs to services that talk into the big one mm -hmm. so you don't need another big platform. I think that's oh, interesting. Hallelujah. The phrase is single point of truth, I suppose, is the phrase we yes. use often, isn't it? Yes, you know, have thank you. Having everything going into one central place. And I think it's funny. I, I, I get into a lot of conversations about the similarities between sales and recruitment. Um, and that, you know, sales has had probably a head start in this kind of technology. But a lot of the things that sales tech does, yes. recruitment yeah. can make huge use of and get huge value from too. It's probably just five to 10 years behind. And that single point of truth thing is something that, that you know, if, if you ask any sales team, they'll have a CRM that that, that, that is the point that everything talks to. Um, because, you know, there's a SaaS company for every every little thing out there. If you can find a little Absolutely. challenge, there'll be a SaaS company that's built something. Absolutely. Can Absolutely. you buy 50 different little tools? Yes. Will they all talk to each other? <laughs> no. Can you have two or three bigger ones that might not be as good as those individual things because they're not specializing in it, but that will give you everything in the same space? I think that's huge. And I think that's a, mm. a huge maybe point to watch for recruitment over the next couple of years. And, and you might be ahead exactly. of the curve on that in a way. Um, exactly you know, and of course change and we still haven't talked about you know also what what does all this stuff because right now we talked about what does this tool do for the bigger good for the bigger organization but now let's talk also about for the recruiter myself mm -hmm. i mean in a tool like this i funnel like from this tool i shoot out all my job descriptions all my job applications my my my, my promotions whatever but they all lead back to this platform. So everyone will just come out in here. We process them through. Then I can make an offer there. I already have my contract templates in there that I can fill out with placeholders within seconds. Bam, contract created. Send it out via PDF for review. You're fine. You're accepting it. Just give me 10 seconds pulling a red lever on this contract. <laughs> and, I'm, yeah. and I'm actually creating uh, a safe realm in that moment and offer a digital signature. Yeah. First, my hiring manager signs, then the candidate, 10 seconds later, bam, we both have the two drafts, the two copies yeah. of the contract, and here we go. Oh, oh, I'm so, in awe of how <laughs> it is nowadays to find common ground to work with each other. Yeah. So really? let me ask you a question then, as David Barry keeps appearing on my show. I love this, by the way. David Bowie constantly like, hello there, hello there, hello there. That's me, uh, Dave. That's me, Dave. Why was... Zoom recognizes his face and tries yeah. to, to get him in there. Um, so I could blur my screen. I could have a background. He, st he still works his way in there. Um, I could move the poster, but I weirdly like it. Um, anyway, the question for you on that, because I think we're, we're talking here a lot about process, about structure, about getting the admin of the recruitment job. Mm -hmm. done and is done as easily transparently and you know collaboratively as possible how does that then affect you being able to do what we could call the human aspect of being a recruiter you know we, you mentioned there about you know getting your job descriptions out getting your ads out when it comes to actually engaging with candidates one-to-one -one with proactively sourcing candidates for a role that might be proving tricky and you're not getting the inbound traffic does it actually give you more time to really feel like you can engage in those aspects of being a recruiter more than you did before? I have to search the amount of yeses I'm about to give you. 
um, but it should be between three and four, obviously. Um, now that I can, I, I literally switch with my brain sometimes, and yeah. I just have created another job. I just do my routine, routine clicks, and after click number six or seven, I don't know what it is, I know that this job just landed on 21, 22 different platforms, and I didn't even waste a single brain cell for this thing, because it's a very much automated, auto, it's automation, it's a routine task, switch of your brain, store the energy still, now I'm going to an interview that I have, and I use all my, I don't know what you want to call it, my charms, whatever, <laughs> to work on this prime candidate. Oh, yeah. yes, Dave, I have so much time now to simply focus on a human-centered design process. There is a new client coming in, right? So, candidate, that we know he's actually a prime candidate. He's now starting the process with us. I know he already has two offers. Because within the industry, he has a certain name. Now, what I need to do, I definitely need to make sure that we shine out. Yes. And now I can focus because I know I don't have this, oh, my God, there's still this job to post there. Oh, I have to refresh it there. Oh, how about uh, making the change of the job on the 22 post sites that we have? No, I just click two times. And that's it. All my energy is still stored and focused on this, mm -hmm. on this guy. Sometimes I can even do it during interviews when I have to shut up. You know, this is <laughs> wonderful. This is yeah. wonderful. And I'm still astounded, last sentence of this one, how many firms, enterprises, whatnot, are still working on this very archaic way of please send us your your, your application via post or uh, give us your, your, like, even though we want you to hand us in your CV and your references, now on our talent platform, please type in again what university you've been to, what school, what was your grade, what like, well, where we live in, Dave. Come yeah, on. It's, it's, yeah, you're so right. I mean, I can't remember where it was published, but there was a statistic I saw recently that something along the lines of 60, 65% of online application processes are, you know, the, the candidate quits less than halfway through because there's, there's too much admin. They're being asked to repeat themselves too much. Um, and I think to your point about having time to really engage with the person you're interviewing, with the candidates you're sourcing, that's got to be the end goal, right? You know, we, Must we can be. talk about Must shortening be. time to time to hire or time to offer, as you mentioned. But if technology is make, is making your role harder, not easier, something's wrong. Um, you know, and that's that's its job. It remote. should allow you to be a human rather than a data input kind of robot, <laughs> which we've all felt like from time to time, I think. Um, but listen, I think we'll finish there. That's There's so much here we could go on for hours and hours. Um, I think it's Most certainly. only a, gro it's a growing topic. You know, technology and recruitment, um, I think is going to be fascinating to watch over the next couple of years. Uh, but no, thank yeah. you so much for your keyword, time. Um, keyword AI, right? Keyword AI exactly. and AI sourcing. And, and it's going to be oh my writing God, our job specs for us in, in six months. You could probably do it now, to be honest. I, I already I already start trying how it would perform <laughs> just to but I, I I won't really use it because so far we, we have great templates and stuff and then yeah. how, how to phrase it in a very human centered manner I have my certain humor that I always write in these job descriptions but yes this will it's, come it's coming we will see it within yeah. this year but I, I think you're almost certainly a, right that's a topic for the second half of the year Dave. Why not? Why not? Let's have you back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much. Really appreciate your time. Um, and yeah. Likewise. Likewise. Have a great 2023. Likewise, Dave. See you soon, man. Bye bye.